Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. This episode is a Bible study on part one of chapter six of the book of John. If you haven't checked out my previous Bible studies, I do have my Bible studies and the study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire, just like the name of this podcast. And I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode, but you can also just go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Feels My Fire, and request to be added in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll see a tab that says Guides. Click on that tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before I get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer, so if you would please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. Please open up our eyes, our ears, our hearts, and our minds to you, Lord. Please give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and the wisdom to implement it in our daily lives. And Lord, I pray that whatever it is that each person is supposed to receive from this Bible study, that they receive it and they implement it in their daily lives. I love you with every ounce of my being. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, now let's get into this Bible study. So I'm just going to start reading at verse 1. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to pick some heads of grain, rub them in their hands, and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus answered them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for priests to eat, and he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 1 through 2, The Sabbath is supposed to be kept holy, and there's not supposed to be any work on this day according to the law. And in Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 11, you can see where it says to keep the Sabbath holy. And on the seventh day is for the Lord your God, and to not do any work on that day. So whenever the Pharisees saw Jesus' disciples and what they were doing, which was considered to be work on the Sabbath, they asked why they were doing what was unlawful on the Sabbath. And verses 3 through 5. The story of David and his companions eating the consecrated bread that Jesus is talking about here is from 1 Samuel chapter 21, if you want to go check that out. So Jesus was asking these religious leaders that were supposed to know the Old Testament so well if they had read that part about David and his companions eating the consecrated bread. And Jesus told them that the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. And we know that Jesus Christ is the Son of Man. So he is the Lord of the Sabbath. And if Jesus, the Lord himself, was not offended by what his disciples were doing, then neither should these religious leaders be offended. In Exodus chapter 20, it says that the Sabbath is for the Lord your God. And Jesus Christ is God the Son and he is the Lord of the Sabbath. So whatever he says about the Sabbath is what goes. But these religious leaders couldn't see that he was God the Son, so they didn't understand. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 6. On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and was teaching. And a man was there whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? 
He looked around at them all and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so when his hand was completely restored. But they were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. And what Jesus said in verse 9, he was showing these religious leaders that there's never a bad or a wrong day to do something good. These religious leaders were so caught up in the law and wanting to accuse Jesus that they didn't realize that the Son of God was right there with them. He came to save the world and to do good regardless of what day it was. And like we just learned in the verses before, Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. So anything that he does on the Sabbath day, he has authority to do that. And he has no basis to be accused of any kind of crime or doing anything unlawful on the Sabbath. In verse 10, when Jesus told this man with the shriveled hand to stretch out his hand, that was something that was impossible for the man to do. But with the great power of Jesus, this man was able to stretch out his hand, and his hand was completely restored. In verse 11, these religious leaders were mad that Jesus healed this man on a Sabbath and disregarded the law, so they were trying to figure out what to do with him. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 12. One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them, whom he also designated apostles. Simon, whom he named Peter, his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 13 through 16, Jesus had chosen 12 disciples that he designated to be apostles. And I just want to go over the difference between a disciple and an apostle. So a disciple is someone that learns from a teacher which the teacher is Jesus, or someone that is a follower of Jesus. And an apostle is someone that is sent to deliver those teachings to others. So it's a messenger of the teachings of Jesus Christ to other people. And if you kept up with our Bible studies in the book of Acts, you saw all about the different apostles and disciples in the book of Acts. So Jesus had many disciples, but he chose 12 of them to be his apostles. Now I'm going to continue reading at verse 17. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem and from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by evil spirits were cured and the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil, because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven, for that is how their fathers treated the prophets. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 17 through 19, a large crowd of Jesus' disciples and a great number of people came to hear Jesus teach and to be healed by him. And all the people tried to touch him to be healed because there was power coming from him. And so once they touched him, they were immediately healed. So everybody was trying to go up to him and touch him. 
And verse 20, the poor here is the poor in spirit. So people that recognize their own sins and their spiritual emptiness and poverty and their need for God is who Jesus is talking about here. Not poor people that don't have money or materialistic things, but the poor in spirit. Just like we saw in our Bible study from part one of chapter five of the book of Luke, where Peter told Jesus to go away from him because he was a sinful man and he recognized that he was poor in spirit and his spiritual poverty compared to Jesus. So those who are poor in spirit are those who humble themselves in their spirit and know that they are nothing without God. In verse 21, this hunger that Jesus is talking about is spiritual hunger. And this spiritual hunger can only be satisfied by Jesus Christ. He is the bread of life. And we went over that in our Bible study from chapter 6 of the book of John. But if you want to go check out verse 35 of chapter 6, it talks about Jesus being the bread of life. So just like when we're hungry, all we can focus on is food because we're so hungry. So if all we focus on is Jesus and having that spiritual hunger be fulfilled by Jesus, then we'll be satisfied. And where he says weep, this is weeping over our sins. Whenever we're sad because of sins and the guilt that it brings and shame, we'll laugh whenever Jesus makes things right because Jesus dies on the cross to forgive us of our sins. And whenever we ask him to come into our hearts, we have eternal life in him and he washes us white as snow and he takes all of our sins away. So in that time, the people that were weeping over their sins will have laughter. And verse 22, as followers of Jesus Christ, we're going to receive hate and persecution. And we went over that in our Bible study from chapter 15 of the book of John, but it's in verses 18 through 25 of chapter 15 of the book of John, if you want to check that out, where Jesus says that the world will hate his disciples. But in verse 23, we see that we can be happy when we're hated because we have Jesus Christ and we're hated and persecuted because of the name of Jesus Christ. And he was also hated and persecuted. And the prophets from the Old Testament were also persecuted because of Jesus Christ. And we actually went over the church being persecuted and scattered in our Bible studies from Acts chapter 8, if you kept up with those. Alright, so I'm going to continue reading at verse 24. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for that is how their fathers treated the false prophets. Alright, so those are all the verses that I'm going to be going over in part 1 of chapter 6 of the book of Luke. But I'm going to discuss all of these verses with you guys here. So the word woe here is a word of regret and compassion. In verse 24, those who are rich and don't have any need for anything, and they already have an abundance of materialistic things and love for money, they've already received their comfort so they don't feel that they have any need for Jesus. Which is a shame because we all need Jesus and we all should long for him and seek to have a relationship with him and live and have a heart like him. In verse 25, those that feel that they have no spiritual hunger needs or they don't need anything so they don't go looking for Jesus will become hungry because they haven't been satisfied by Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can satisfy our spiritual hunger. Those who laugh now and think that everything is great 
will mourn and weep later. Jesus is the only one that can save us. And so if we're not seeking him and coming to him and asking for forgiveness and following him, there will be a time when he's going to come back for his people. And those that thought everything was fine and doubt that they didn't need Jesus would weep and mourn when they realized that they're going to be going to hell and that they're dead in their sins. And verse 26 Jesus is saying here that the false prophets from the Old Testament were well spoken of. And so he shows regret and compassion for those people that are well spoken of because that's how the false prophets were treated. But you can't get into the kingdom of heaven by being well spoken of and by being a false prophet. You can only enter the kingdom of heaven through Jesus Christ. In John chapter 14 verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So those that are not poor in spirit and those that are not seeking Jesus and having that spiritual hunger will not enter the kingdom of God because they feel that they don't need Jesus and they can make it into heaven on their own. And we all need Jesus and the only way we can make it into heaven is by being saved by Jesus Christ. He's the only way. So I'm going to end this Bible study with three takeaways that I want you guys to write down. Number one is... Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. Number two is Jesus blesses the humble in spirit. And number three is as Jesus' disciples, we will receive hate and persecution. So that concludes this Bible study on part one of chapter six of the book of Luke. Tomorrow I'm going to go into part two, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I will see you guys tomorrow. Bye guys!